And the coronavirus situation is getting out of control uh, globally. Now, the Dow had been down uh, 15 minutes after the markets opened. The Dow was down over 800 points. It has rebounded slightly. It's down only 719 points now. NASDAQ down 262 points, uh, 13 after the hour here. Uh, And uh, the New York Stock Exchange overall down 359 points. It is all a reaction to the coronavirus, which we were assured by our our betters in the media that the coronavirus situation was improving. I mean, this was the talking point. Distinctly, I remember this last week. The media saying we were actually improving the situation, that the situation was improving, the situation was on the rebound, and we were going to be fine. And now suddenly you've got churches in Milan and Venice are canceling mass, the Catholic Church canceling mass in Italy. So tomorrow is Mardi Gras. And in Venice, it's a huge deal, and they're canceling the annual festivities in Venice because of the coronavirus. They hadn't done that in in a long time. In Iran, they're canceling schools because of coronavirus. In other parts of Europe, they're limiting social interactions. Uh, We've now got reports in South America as well uh, that there are uh, limited interactions and quarantines. In South Korea, there is a a mile-and-a-half-long line of people trying to buy face masks. Korean cities, they've basically they've gone to, I I think they call it a a red emergency in South Korea. I think that was the term I read earlier. Uh, That is the highest level emergency in South Korea. It allows the government to begin quarantining cities. They're beginning quarantining cities in, in South Korea. And by the way, we have a federal judge in California who has prohibited a quarantine in Southern California. There are people in Southern California who have the coronavirus. And there is a hospital in Southern California that is used as a quarantine treatment facility. The government of California and the United States government have insisted on taking people there, and a federal judge is blocking them from taking people to that hospital in that city, claiming the city needs more information. Now, there are a couple of things you need to know. Uh, this country has a more robust healthcare system than many of those that are uh, dealing with the situation right now. You you will note the trend lines are uh, China, South Korea has problems, uh, Italy has problems, Iran has problems. Uh, most of those, including Italy, by the way, vastly more dysfunctional than the United States. That is something you do have to you, you do have to be mindful of, uh, and you also have a, a situation where we do have better healthcare facilities and better access to healthcare in this country, and uh, you do have to understand that we have become so dependent on China for a host of issues that it is becoming problematic economically for us to deal with the situation in, uh, in the world globally because of the problem. Now, here's the uh, – I want to read you this from Axios. This is – I'm, I'm stumbling because I'm trying to find this. Uh, about 150 prescription drugs, including antibiotics, generics, and some branded drugs without alternatives, are at risk of shortage if the coronavirus outbreak in China worsens, said two sources familiar with the list of at-risk drugs compiled by the FDA. China is a huge 
huge supplier of the ingredients used to make drugs that are sold in the United States. The FDA declined to comment on the list, but said in a statement that it's keenly aware that an outbreak could affect the medical product supply chain. In response to reporting from Axios, Senator Josh Howley said today he's sending a letter to the FDA calling the degrees of U.S. reliance on China for drugs inexcusable. Lawmakers have voiced this concern before, including Adam Schiff, who wrote in an op-ed last year in the Washington Post, depending on any single supplier for such life-saving goods would be troubling, but when the supplier is China at a time of rising tension and conflict, it's a national security issue that demands the attention of the administration and Congress. Now, what are the drugs? The FDA is is declining to comment on the list, but there are 150 of those drugs. I'm trying to find listings for them, but it's it's actually kind of hard to find the listings of what those drugs are. Uh, But again, antibiotics, among other things, are there. Now, uh, new cases of the coronavirus have been rocking the stock markets of Japan, South Korea, and Italy. As those countries are ratcheting up to the situation, Asian stock markets tanked overnight. Uh, The South Korean index dropped 4%. Australia's dropped 2.3%. Hong Kong's dropped 1.8%. Asian Pacific stocks outside Japan touched uh, their lowest uh, since early February. Currencies are being sold off, led by the Japanese yen and the Korean won have fallen to their lowest levels. The euro clawed back some losses against the dollar after dropping last week. The S&P 500 futures were down. The S&P right now is down. The South Korean president is calling for emergency steps in this time of emergency. That's his actual phrase, emergency steps in this time of emergency. There are 150 new cases of the coronavirus Uh, The number has grown to 833 infections in South Korea. Italy has introduced emergency measures, including quarantines for several northern towns. Uh, The cases spiked from 3 to 132 in a matter of days. Uh, It's now closer to 200, making it the largest outbreak outside of China. Iran has confirmed its first infections last week, uh, 43 cases and 12 deaths. Finance ministers and central bank governors, the world's largest countries, are pledging to enhance global risk monitoring and warned the coronavirus posed a serious threat to global growth. Now, can I just, can I make a crass point? And it, it is a it's, a, it's a crass point, and I know going into it, it is a crass point for which, uh, crash, crass point for which some progressives would blow me up for it. But you know, and I know, that the Democrats will use this as an opportunity to go against the president if this situation worsens or it causes an economic recession. They will seize on this and blame the president, even though it is China causing the problem uh, with its handling of the coronavirus. Never let a crisis go to waste. It's one of the, the, the slogans the Democrats rely on. Never let a crisis go to waste. If the coronavirus becomes a crisis, you know and I know the Democrats are going to use that crisis against the president, which is why this White House needs to be all hands on deck in dealing with the situation. I, I I have to tell you that I am befuddled by a lot of the conspiracy theories out there on the coronavirus and also a lot of the pushback on reasonable questions on the coronavirus. And, and the reason I raise this is because, if you will recall, Senator Tom Cotton raised questions 
about the coronavirus and did it come from a lab in China? There is a research laboratory in China. And in the research laboratory, they have uh, experimented with coronaviruses. This is not a disputed fact that a there is a bioweapons laboratory in Wuhan where the virus came from, and that bioweapons laboratory does experiments with the coronavirus. Here's Tom Cotton. Maria, the situation is very grave, in part because, as you say, China was lying from the beginning, and they're still lying today, and also because there are so many unknowns about this virus. For example, how many people one person can infect once they have the virus, the extent to which it's contagious before one is symptomatic, or the mortality rate. That's why I've been saying for almost a month now that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, to quote Benjamin Franklin and why the president was so smart to ban travel coming from China um, just a couple weeks ago so we didn't have more than 20,000 people landing in our country every single day from mainland China. That was, by the way, to the president's credit there. Now, here's the thing is there is a woman who tweets out about China. And you you will recall, I I presume, that China has been uh, excoriating Tom Cotton, as has the Washington Post and the New York Times, excoriating Tom Cotton for suggesting that maybe this virus came from a lab in China. Uh, There is a woman who tweets about China. Her name is Jennifer Zing. She is a YouTuber. She is followed, I am told, very reliably by our national security uh, team because she pushes out a lot of stuff from China uh, that is, they say, accurate. And she notes that uh, there is an article from a Chinese government website that is now saying the coronavirus and SARS, another coronavirus, were lab-made by the United States to kill Chinese. And that Ebola was made by the United States to kill Africans. COVID-19 is the name of the the coronavirus they're calling it now. And Jennifer Zing is pushing out the story that from a Chinese website, they're claiming that the United States manufactured uh, COVID-19 and SARS in a lab to kill the Chinese. And what she says is, is I'm, let me read you what she, she tweeted out and then she commented on that tweet. I need to explain this. I don't agree with the article, but the world needs to see what the Chinese Communist Party is telling Chinese citizens uh, to incite hatred towards the United States and the West. Also, they're kind of admitting COVID-19 is lab made. In fact, the New York Post has a report out that it is most governing bodies are concluding, in fact, that this was an accidental release from that Chinese uh, laboratory. Again, Tom Cotton suggested this. The senator from Arkansas suggested this, and the Washington Post blew Tom Cotton up and said he was peddling conspiracy theories. And it is increasingly likely uh, that COVID-19 is lab-made. And you've got the Chinese Communist Party admitting it is lab-made, but claiming it's made in an American laboratory designed to kill Chinese. 
Now, where do we stand on this? Well, uh, I've got the numbers for you. There are a lot of people who want to know uh, what the totals are. Let me give them to you. Right now, there are 79,441 cases. 77,150 of those are in China. There have been 2,620 deaths. The flu, for perspective, the flu has killed more people already this year than the coronavirus. In fact, more than 100 kids in the United States have died in the last two months from the flu. Far more deadly than this, but this continues to spread. When we come back, I want to give you the the census numbers, if you will, uh, uh, country by country, where this virus is and some of the responses from these countries. Before we move on, we got a lot of other news about Bernie Sanders and more when we come back. Uh, I want to give you the the, uh, audit numbers on the coronavirus. And there's a caveat here you need to know. The number in China is 77,150, but that's the reported number. We don't actually know how many people in China um, are infected, and we don't know how many people have died. And if you believe the reports of Chinese citizens who are uh, who are posting stuff on the Internet that, that gets out of China, the death toll and the infectious rate are far, far higher than what the Chinese would have us believe. And there have been some suggested reports. You know, the Chinese operate concentration camps. And most of those concentration camps are filled with a Muslim minority called the Uyghurs. Uh, They are in western China. And there are some reports that the Chinese are allowing the coronavirus to infect uh, the concentration camp populations and the people in there are being left untreated so that the Chinese can ethnically cleanse the Uyghur population without actually having to do the dirty work themselves. They're letting the virus do it. Uh, so these numbers uh, are probably low. In fact, uh, there are some people who suggest that the actual infection rate in China is, is upwards of a million people and a billion person population. That's that's impressive. Uh, but here are the numbers, the official number from China, 77,150. 833 now in South Korea, and it appears that it was one woman from, chi- from South Korea who went to China, got the virus, and then decided to go to church and spread it to the church congregation. And most of the church congregation got infected, and then the church congregation spread it uh, from there. And Daeg New, I think, is the name of the city, and, and the city's on lockdown now as a result. There are 691 people who were infected on the Diamond Princess cruise line, uh, 157 people in Italy, most of them in northern Italy, 147 people in Japan. This scandal, the, this virus and the handling by the government of the Japanese government may bring down the Japanese government. There are 89 in Singapore, 79 in Hong Kong, 43 in Iran, 35 in Thailand, 35 in the United States, 30 in Taiwan, 22 in Australia, 22 in Malaysia, 16 in Germany, 16 in Vietnam, 13 in the UK, 13 in the United Arab Emirates, 12 in France, 10 in Macau, 9 in China or in Canada, 3 in India, three in the Philippines, two in Russia, two in Spain, one in Belgium, one in Cambodia, one in Egypt, one in Finland, one in Israel, one in Lebanon, one in Nepal, one in Sri Lanka, one in Sweden. All of those are people who traveled to China. Now, you're asking about the United States. How did it jump jump from 15 to 35? Well, let me give you the United States audit here so you don't freak out about it. There are 18 people from the Diamond Princess cruise line who were transported back to the United States against the orders of the CDC. There are three who were evacuated from Wuhan. 
There are 12 that are otherwise travel related, and there are two person to person infections. According to the CDC, uh, most were repatriated citizens. There has been no community spreading in the United States. Axios helpfully adds, yet. There's been no community spreading. There are 43 U.S. states and territories that report 464 patients are under investigation. 50 have uh, a pending status, according to the CDC. Uh, This doesn't include people who've come back from the United States. Um, So there are uh, total people having been tested, 414. Total confirmed cases uh, are 14. Uh, and two people, person to person, 12 travel related, plus the updates, uh, that I just gave you. So, uh, there are people in Georgia, just so you know, who are in quarantine, who do not have the coronavirus, uh, but their quarantine was, I believe I read extended to be a 30 day quarantine. They're not leaving their home. They're self-reporting, checking symptoms. And the problem is that so much of the disease, the Chinese did such a bad job of letting anyone know about it. Uh, there are conflicting reports in the incubation time and the like. Now, that being said, there is a facility in California that came up with a cure for SARS, came up with a uh, antiviral vac- uh, vaccine for SARS, and it has come up with something for the coronavirus, COVID-19, they're calling it. Uh, and so you got uh, progress there. Now, here's the other thing. There are confirmed, and the number is probably vastly more than this, because again, we got to worry about China, but there are 2,620 people who are dead because of the coronavirus. Only 27 of those deaths happened outside of China. So 2,600 basically of the deaths out of the 2,620 came from China. The Chinese have handled this terribly uh, and allowed it to get out of, get out of control uh, and the United States thus far, we, we've taken precautions. And again, there are 35 people in the United States with coronavirus. Uh, two of them are person-to-person transmissions, and it happened to be spouse-to-spouse. Uh, it was women, two women who had gone to Wuhan, separate trips, separate people, separate parts of the country. They came back, they were elderly, they got the coronavirus and transmitted it to their elderly husbands. Uh, and then you've got the rest of the people are repatriated Americans who came back from China or elsewhere abroad uh, with symptoms. They're being quarantined. Quarantined and, and treated in the United States, we're also able to study the virus as a result. So uh, there is no reason for you to be panicked in the United States at this moment. Oh, I'll tell you when there's time to panic. I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, but there really is no reason right now. But you're starting to see this hurt you in the stock market right now. It is 10 for, 1043 a.m., as I'm broadcasting this, and the Dow Jones is down 898.61 points. And it is all over the threat of global pandemic from the coronavirus, in large part due to global reliance on China as a manufacturing hub. You, you know, by the way, where this benefits? Brazil. 
Brazil is increasingly being viewed as a place for uh, non-Chinese manufacturing. I, I got to think that given we've now had what the swine flu from China, SARS from China, and the coronavirus from China, uh, a lot of Fortune 500 companies are going to start thinking, hey, maybe we need to manufacture elsewhere. In fact, uh, Apple is announcing it is moving some of its manufacturing to Taiwan. Because Taiwan uh, is not suffering like China is. There, there are coronavirus cases in Taiwan, uh, but nothing near like China. And they're able to get the, their manufacturing facilities back up online there. But Brazil is increasingly becoming a player in manufacturing globally uh, from those who don't want to manufacture everything in China. And in the first part of this hour, I mentioned to you that uh, there are 150 antibiotics and, and other medicines in this country that are made in China. You know what else is made in China? The plastic saline bags that you get in hospitals, the, the saline supplies, a lot of those are made in China. In fact, it's very hard to find non-Chinese saline solutions. And uh, already I'm seeing reports that some of the American pharmaceutical companies are trying to re-up manufacturing within this country. That will raise prices because it's it's uh, most manufacturing in China is cheaper than manufacturing in the United States. But uh, this is becoming a national security issue when the Chinese uh, – and. The other issue here is what happens to the Chinese government? Now, the odds are that the Chinese government is a brutal regime. You don't get a lot of that in the American media, but the Chinese government is a brutal regime. And what happens when uh, the people in China have had enough of this? When the people in China are kind of flipped out about the utter collapse of the Chinese government's ability to keep them safe. I mean, one of the things we hear all the time from American elite about China is that the Chinese government, because they're authoritarian and command and control, they can snap their finger and get things done quick. You want a high speed rail built? Well, let's get it built. You want major roads built? Let's get it built. You want manufacturing plants? Let's get it built. You want an overnight hospital built in 12 hours to house 2,000 victims of coronavirus? We can get it built. You hear this all the time. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, there was a story about, oh my goodness, China in one day, the Chinese military was able to build an entire hospital with 1,200 beds for coronavirus patients. Never mind the place is going to fall down in three weeks. There's a fascination and an infatuation with the Chinese system. Now, I, I do want to tell you on the markets, I, I'm my buddy Chris Burns, I, I, I should I should get him on the phone, um, but he's talked about this enough. Uh, for those of you who are panicked at the decline in the stock market today, don't panic. This is the coronavirus. This isn't a correction, and even if it is, uh, if you have invested as a young person in the stock market, don't worry. If you are near retirement age, you should have shifted more out of risky stocks anyway, more into bonds and other stable investments. Uh, don't let this freak out, uh, freak you out when it comes to the market and what's happening. Um, if you're towards retirement, you need to do retirement planning. And by the way, the, the, this hour is not sponsored by Dynamic Money. But seriously, uh, you should consider calling Dynamic Money. Uh, they are my financial advisor. Chris does it. Uh, Chris and his team uh, guest host here and, and make sure my 401k is as risky as I can be at my age and, and adjust it accordingly. They can take care of you if you're concerned about it. I, I do really recommend them, uh, whether they're a sponsor or not. In fact, I got to tell you, you know, so I, I, 
we crashed at Chris's house for a little while on Saturday night to clean up after having that woman throwing up on the plane next to me for so long. And we were talking about it, it, it's it's amazing to me the number of companies that force you into a 401k. And, and it, I shouldn't say force you into 401k. You want one. Uh, but then they don't give you any education about it. That's, that's another thing Dynamic Money does is they will come to your company. If you're a business owner and you want to give some value to your employees, uh, get Dynamic Money into your company and let them start educating. Just, just let them sit there for an hour and explain to employees the benefits and values of 401ks and how to do it. Because you get a 401k, and I'm, I'm always stunned by the number of people who don't actually understand what all is involved with a 401k. But it's to your company's advantage to make sure you're secure in your 401k and understand what's going on. That That's a great way to use dynamic money. And again, they're not sponsoring. I'm just saying uh, I should have gotten Chris on to talk about this, but he's been on enough to talk about this. And dynamic money is so good at educating people about 401ks. There's no reason to panic about your 401k. There's no reason to panic about the market if you're doing things right. If you're if you've got a proper risk balance for your age and the market and all that, uh, that's a good thing. But we're going to because the media and the Democrats want to undermine the Republican Party, because the media and the Democrats want to hurt the president of the United States. I guarantee you we are about to see major sensationalist headlines from the press about the coronavirus and economic decline in this country, and they're going to tie it to Donald Trump. But what did Donald Trump do? One of the things he did is when the coronavirus became a problem, he shut down American flights to China quickly, far quicker than other countries did. One of the reason there are so many problems in Europe and and parts of Asia is because they did not sever air ties to China like the United States did. The president largely sealed us off as a country from flights to to Beijing and Shanghai and increasingly so with with CDC monitoring the flights coming in and out of Asia to make sure people aren't coming back with fevers and, and symptoms of the coronavirus. He actually did a good job in that. And that's one reason we're not seeing massive spikes given our global traveling in this country. We're not seeing massive spikes because they did that. And there were a lot of people, by the way, who at the, at the time said the president was overreacting to, to ordering all those flights shut down. 